Good morning, this is James, and you're listening to The Morning Show on CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. Hello, and welcome to Tantrum, our report on CHMA 106.9 FM and chmafm.com. We're broadcasting from Sackville, New Brunswick, the heart of the Maritimes on the traditional and unceded lands of the Mi'kmaq people. I'm Erica Butler. It's Tuesday, July 11th on today's show. It's of national significance, but there are people's homes and businesses and agricultural land and everything on the on on the line, and and it feels like they are not taking it seriously. With about one week left before a federal government funding deadline on July 19th, MLA Megan Mitten is calling on the provincial government to take action on the protection of the Chignecto Isthmus. We'll hear more from Mitten coming up shortly, right after some news and information briefs. Tantramar Council meets tonight for their regular monthly meeting. Councillors will gather behind closed doors at 6.30 p.m. to consider an HR matter and then open the meeting up to the public at 7 p.m. This will be the first time councillors will have a chance to discuss two controversial zoning bylaw changes that would make way for a six-story building to go up behind 131 Main Street overlooking the Waterfowl Park. The changes were the subject of a public hearing on June 27th, which featured a mixed group of speakers voicing both opposition to and support for the project. Though councillors did ask some questions, they did not discuss their positions on the proposed amendments. In her latest report to council, Eco360 planner Lori Bickford included an additional 30 written submissions that didn't make it into the public report on June 27th. Just four of those wrote in support of approving the development. 18 of the letters against came from residents of Marshwinds Co-op, which is a cluster of cooperatively owned small housing units neighboring the proposed development. In order for the zoning bylaws to be changed, Council must approve three separate readings of the proposed changes, but typically at least two of those readings happen during the same meeting. Developer John Lafford told Council in June he hoped to start construction on his project by mid-July. For that to happen, Council would need to approve a reading of the changes tonight and then call a special meeting in the coming days to approve the bylaw amendments. At that point, Lafford would be able to apply for a building permit for the project. The Lafford zoning amendments are not the only potentially contentious issue on the agenda for tonight's Tantramar Council meeting. Councillor Michael Tower plans to introduce a motion calling for Tantramar Council to write to the Premier and express their support for the original iteration of Policy 713. Tower gave notice of his motion back in June before the newly amended Policy 713 officially came into effect. The motion is going to ask the government to backtrack on all the changes they've made to 713, put it back to what it was, and find ways to even enhance it to strengthen protection. The Higgs government introduced changes to the policy that would remove the requirement for teachers to address students under 16 by their preferred names and pronouns. They also removed language that guaranteed students access to extracurricular activities according to their expressed gender. Since then, the Anglophone East School District Education Council has voted to reinstate the original provisions of Policy 713, which means that schools in the Tanchamar region will not be affected by the Higgs government changes. While Tanchamar Council has no direct authority over Policy 713, it's not unusual for town councils to weigh in on matters of public importance and send letters to other officials requesting action. Town Council meets tonight at 7 p.m. in Sackville Town Hall, and the meeting will be live-streamed. 
NB Power will be in Sackville today to answer questions about a proposed new transmission line to run from New Brunswick into Nova Scotia. The utility will be set up for an open house at the Tanchamar Civic Center from 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. The new 345 kilovolt line would run alongside an existing line of the same capacity. NB Power says the upgrade would allow Nova Scotia Power more operational flexibility and greater opportunity to integrate renewable clean energy into their system into the future. The line would be approximately 65 kilometers long, running from Salisbury to Memramcook and then onwards to the Nova Scotia border. NB Power is hosting four open houses on the project, the first of which happens today from 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. at the Tanchamar Civic Center. They will also host meetings in Memramcook, Fundy Albert, and Salisbury. Now for today's main story. Two provincial MLAs of different political stripes and from different provinces are joining together to ask their respective governments for action on protecting the Chignecto Isthmus. New Brunswick MLA Megan Mitten and former Nova Scotia progressive conservative Elizabeth Smith-McCrossan issued a joint news release on Monday calling on the provinces to stop ignoring the risk of catastrophic flooding of the Chignecto Isthmus. Federal Infrastructure Minister Dominic LeBlanc says the provinces of New Brunswick and Nova Scotia have until July 19th to apply to Canada's Disaster Mitigation and Adaptation Fund, which could cover half the cost of the project. The premiers have stated they would like to see the federal government cover the full cost. CHMA called up Megan Mitten to find out more about what she and her Nova Scotia counterpart are calling for. I'm very concerned that... Uh, the provincial government of New Brunswick um, has not entered into an agreement, made an application for funding um, to uh, work on the Chignecto Isthmus project. And so um, uh, MLA Elizabeth Smith-McCross and my counterpart on the Nova Scotia side it, um, and I are in the same situation uh, where we are calling on our provincial governments to apply for the Disaster Mitigation and Adaptation Fund to um, find an agreement uh, with the federal government and get to work to protect our communities. Uh, we, both of our communities are at major risk from um, the Bay of Fundy um, overtopping the, the dikes, and we need to um, have the Chignecto Isthmus project uh, move forward. What do you think about this claim coming from not just the... Uh, Higgs government in New Brunswick, but all the Atlantic premiers calling for the federal government to, to fully cover the, co- the cost of this project? Honestly, I, if that were to happen, I would not be against that. Um, my problem is that there are delay tactics and politics being played, and my community is at risk. And, and so it's quite frustrating because this is an issue that didn't just come out of nowhere. This is uh, something that I know I've been working on for, for over a decade. It's really frustrating that, that there hasn't been an agreement yet, that the deadline is, is a week away, that, that these governments um, who are going to be spending our taxpayer money either way are, can't come to an agreement and show that they actually um, respect and care for our, our communities. Mm-hmm. We have a lot on the line here. Is it, it's, it's of national significance, but there are people's homes and businesses and agricultural land and everything on the, on, on the line, and, and it feels like they are not taking it seriously.
Um, the premiers are meeting um, in Manitoba. Uh, do you, are, are you hoping that there'll be some headway there? What, what, what message do you, do you hope that Higgs will bring to the other Canadian premiers? What I would like to see is for Premier Higgs uh, to be able to uh, cooperate and come to an agreement with other governments um, in order to uh, move this forward. So, like I said, I, I'm not concerned with the exact percentage that uh, each government pays. Uh, we need things to, to move forward. They've been stalled there have been delays. The report took a long time. Uh, like everything is taking a long time, and we don't know if we have that time to spare. Any year, we could uh, have the dikes breach and have a, a major catastrophic flood here. We know what happened in Abbotsford, British Columbia. We know what happened in New Orleans after Hurricane Katrina, and we are in the same boat um, as as those areas as well. We want to avoid what happened there. The Atlantic Mayor's Congress has called for a steering committee to be formed. Um, it seems that right now it's just the upper levels of gov- of all levels of government here. Uh, we do know that there's one federal program that uh, Dominic LeBlanc has asked the premiers to apply under, but there's no one government that has taken control of this project or it's, it's not sure, we're not sure who owns the project. The Atlantic Mayor's Congress called on the three levels of government, Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, and the federal government, to form a steering committee so that at least there's someone in charge. Uh, did you, What did you think of that idea? I support their call, and I think something really important um, is coming out of that and coming from the voices of mayors is that municipal government is severely impacted by this but don't really have as much of a voice at the table. They should have a voice at the table and make sure that whatever um, project moves forward, whatever work is done, will protect our communities. The focus has been on the transportation corridor. That's important, but we can't forget that there's communities on either side who are at risk. And so I, I think it would be very important to have their voices at the table. Um, I, I know that you know when the engineering report came out about this project, um, there was some voices from uh, you know some some et- experts in in natural flood protection and that sort of thing, um, saying that this this the the, the solutions proposed um, were were strictly engineering solutions and they didn't uh, fathom or consider. Um, the advantages of using also incorporating some natural um, mechanisms in in play, like as in allowing some, mm-hmm. you know, uh, changing changing where dikes are, allowing some um, marsh to develop uh, in front of some dikes and, and things like that. Um, do you? I mean, is that still on your radar? Or I mean, right now, the, the, I know that the concern is over the the funding of the project or just getting the project going, but. Once it's going, do you have any concerns with what type of project ends up happening? I do. And um, <laughs> there have been a lot of different um, DTI ministers <laughs> um, since uh, I've been elected. And 
I invited the first one to come here. Um, it was Bill Oliver. Um, Minister Jill Green came here. Uh, Minister, former Minister Jeff Carr was supposed to come last week, but he got shuffled out of cabinet. Now it's uh, Minister Richard Ames, and I wrote to him um, after he became minister, and I invited him to come here, and I invited him to speak with experts. And I have sent articles with those um, critiques and with that information to um, these these ministers, and I've been um, trying to connect them also with experts to talk about what adaptation looks like and to talk about having a really holistic perspective on this. Um, and so I would love for ministers and uh, um, to listen to experts. I would love for the plans to listen to what um, experts have to say. That doesn't always happen in government, as we've seen, uh, unfortunately. But I am pushing for that uh, parallel to pushing for them to move forward with funding so things can move forward. So I, I do think that's something that we still need to consider. There isn't a final plan yet, um, and and so I, I'm I'm pushing for there to still be consideration of of you know is this the what is the best path forward and can we listen to experts? That's Memram Cook Tanchamar MLA Megan Mitten speaking to CHMA Monday. On June 28th, Premier Blaine Higgs told reporters he thought there would be a path forward on funding the major project, which was last estimated to cost between $190 million and $300 million. That's it for Tanchamar Report for Tuesday, July 11th. Thanks to the local donors who support the station and the Local Journalism Initiative for funding local news reporting throughout Canada. You can get in touch with CHMA News anytime at news at chmafm.com. I'm Erica Butler. Thanks for listening. Hi, everyone. My name is Esther from Ada's Cafe, and you are listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. planning on burning some brush or perhaps installing a fire pit in your backyard fire season in new brunswick runs until the end of october and here's what you need to know fire prevention bylaw number 275 will remain in effect for the former town of sackville until a new fire prevention bylaw is created for tantramar visit sackville.com to review the outdoor fire regulations tantramar residents outside the former sackville area can consult the new brunswick forest fire watch index at www.gnb.ca Burn permits can be obtained by calling GNB at 1-866-458-8080. Hey everyone, my name is Melinda and you are listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. You're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Cypher, New Brunswick. This is The Morning Show, and I'm your host, Craig. It's currently 9.15 a.m., and I have a lovely, lovely, lovely guest for you today. Uh, it's going to be a wonderful show with my guest here, Liston. How are you? I'm good. I'm good, Craig. Great to be here. Great to be here. Great to have you, hey? 
it's been you know we just organized this on friday and like okay yeah it was very spontaneous <laughs> like it was very yeah yeah i was go- i was heading back home and then i just saw you yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i was like hey so what are you up to i was like <laughs> I'm, I'm on the radio you want to come and then yeah this happened this happened um this is i uh, thank you for having I've, I've just been like yeah thank you for having thank you for coming yeah yes how's your summer been Oh, where where do I start? What do you, what do you want to do? <laughs> where do you start? Let, let, let's give them in pieces so that we don't exhaust the whole show. But yep. yeah, um, yeah. Uh, well, basically, I'm I'm doing a. I came back from Portugal in Ooh, May, so it's just two months good. ago. Yeah. Uh, still in vacation mode. Yeah. Still can't forget, uh, you know, being by the beach, being by the coast. Uh, yeah. It's just the beautiful sunshine. I can't say the same today. I mean, there was sun <laughs> yesterday, but today it's just like Today's like, no, no, we're not doing that. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, so that was a good 10-day trip with family. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, and then I came back three weeks later and I was still like telling my roommates, oh my goodness, like, I just miss it. <laughs> and it was good to be back here, you know, getting into like grinding and going to jobs and everything. Oh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. You know what it is. <laughs> yeah, the vacation, the va- vacation is, uh, you know, it's time to just, you know, recuperate and just come back to earth, I guess, from yeah. all the work that you've been doing throughout. So, yeah, I, I really, I really envy that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it was like from what you go this school, and yeah. then I just got into work. So it's, there was no transition period. But I, 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 I really love what I do. Ju- what I do, right? But I'm like, yeah, vacation would be would be nice. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like aviation. I mean, me and you can go on for with aviation for a long time, right? Mm. Sometimes I forget that you're also <laughs> in aviation. Like I'm. <laughs> You're like, oh, by the way, by the way, yeah, yeah, I'm also in Vivasia. And I don't know, what can I expect going into my second year and starting to fly? Uh, what can you expect? Yeah. One, every, uh, so basically every international student, you would directly assume they're aviation major. <laughs> yeah, directly, true, directly. True, yeah. True. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you look at them and like, aviation. Probably aviation. aviation. And, you're, and you're 90% right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then what, what, you, what you can expect, I think by, by August, so yeah. not by August, by, you start in September. So by, by November, you're going to be very familiar with the New Brunswick airspace. You're going to mm-hmm. be so smooth behind the radio. Okay. And I'm not, I'm not kidding here. Like I'm not exaggerating. Oh, yeah. You are gonna f- you're gonna see flying as more for relaxation as a break time for as a break time for oh I'm not okay, kidding. Okay. Like, you, know, you take off and uh, and then you just like autopilot, <laughs> 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 which is right to my dad. Like every time I talk to my dad, mom and dad, and my dad is like, "So you took off and landed?" I'm there's like, you know, there's, like, so, oh, much there's so much more. There's to so that. much more. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even understand. We're like, nah, you took off and landed. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Yeah, because I mean. I think that's the main thing that brought me here to Mount Allison, the aviation. I think I was like looking at uh, schools or I, I could have just stayed in South Africa because the schools are great, yeah. But I was like, you know what? Let's let's leave, you know. Let's find a good aviation aviation program. And I was like, you know, come here and I've met wonderful, wonderful people, including you. And I think I met you like the f- orientation, right? Yeah, directly for international orientation. Yeah, international, right? international. Very first, very first. Very first. Like two, first two or three days. Like <laughs> yeah. Immediately, and it was, it was yeah, good. Yeah, it was good. And we've known each other ever since. And yeah, it was just wonderful, I guess, 
to the, I don't know if any future students are, <laughs> are listening but <laughs> if you are listening uh, orientation is a great and wonderful time to meet most of the people here and yeah I encourage you to come up here third floor CHMA and we can help you we can help you get your voice on the radio we can do a lot of that and Leston is here Leston is here on the radio did you ever think you would be here did I ever no no, no I was just tell, I was actually just <laughs> telling you before like I was so interested and in, because you know I was one of those kids who were like I didn't know what I wanted to study in the future yeah, after yeah. high school you know we all have that yeah I was like there's so many options you know doctor journalist you know yeah. architect pilot yeah. actor and then I was like uh, I wanted to actually become um, you know try media and communications like oh, journalism yeah, 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 news yeah, yeah. reporting yeah. and the fact that like I'm here as a guest like you know witnessing the whole yeah, thing it's, yeah, just, yeah. it's just like spectacular it's, it is it is spectacular I was also taken away when I first came because I no experience whatsoever but I was like okay let's do this you know what we're gonna get in here we're gonna do this and I'm, I'm, I'm here doing the morning show so yeah and suddenly you can too if you wanna have a show let me tell you about it so if you're interested in contributing to Sackville New Brunswick's campus and community station CHMA 106.9 FM if you're a community member or Mount Allison student would love to get help get your voice on the radio CHMA is the voice of the marshes and we want to do everything we we can to raise your voice up too for more information about getting involved with CHMA send an email to programming at chmafm.com and I will get back to you as soon as possible um, normally I don't know as soon as you send it I'll probably <laughs> respond yeah that's a great opportunity though. It, it is a it is a very great opportunity and yeah we do all the training in house and you get to know how the ins and outs of CHMA yeah so should we go on a music break and then come back sure sure uh, so coming up is A Big Mistake by Lavish I found a home in a cold place Your love was froze, I did I stay? Oh, what it could have been, Mr. Radio Man. Stab me with bicycles and skated all my blood to Even when you were toxic to me, even when you were my dark energy, I told the world you treated me holy, said you helped me when I was lonely. Maybe we'll meet again, maybe you'll hold me higher. You made a big mistake when you said the fire Look at what I became We could have been so down in love But you chose a different one You showed me Now I'm so far away You showed me all I showed heart shape Please don't make this, this, this awkward We don't have to talk at all Is there something in the water 
that was hello by akila and for that we had big mistake by lavish and you're still listening to chma 106.9 fm in Sackville, new brunswick on the morning show it's currently 9 28 a.m and i'm still here with my lovely lovely guest yes less than how are you how are you how are you finding it how are you finding the the vibe of the on-air studio amazing, amazing. like i'm uh I'm I'm on cloud nine. I'm on cloud nine. I'm just like I, I was just telling you, like during the break, like yep. there's so much happening here in town. There's it's, so much it's happening. It's amazing to think that the entire summer is filled with a bunch of events I, for I, the community to get get to get together. Yeah, like this is my first summer, right? This is my first summer here, and I decided to stay. <laughs> I decided to stay. Yeah, but like I would have not thought that there's so much happening. Like if I was not on the radio, I would have not thought that there's so much happening on. In in, in in Sackville, you know, <laughs> I've heard that. So what all I'm saying is tune in to CHMA and you hear about all the festivities that are happening in Sackville. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so this is your first summer. I stayed, this is my third summer third here summer, yeah. in Sackville. Like it's, it's amazing to think like every summer, every like at the, at the end of the school year, I'm like, I'm going to go home this summer. Yeah. And it never happens. <laughs> I'm just like here. But then at the end of it, I come outside, I, ca- I come out of the summer feeling so like, Wow, that was, was not bad. There's like so much to see here yeah. in New Brunswick. Like I'm glad I stayed back, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very good. And yeah, there's so much, there's so much to do, and there's so much to see because, wow, I, I would have not thought, I would have not thought that this is happening. Like they have movies in the park, and and Bill Johnston, 